That is a heck of a theme song to start uh, this public affairs hour, I admit. But after all, showbiz has come to Sacramento this week. But first, let me explain. You should be listening to Jeff Kravitz at this hour. This is Tuesday. It's 5 o'clock. And Panic Attack should be the hour of public affairs broadcasting, um, as it usually is every other Tuesday. But Jeff has given up his hour to us. And us will consist of myself, Douglas Everett of Radio Parallax. I will also be joined by Gil Metavoy, another uh, person here from KDVS who's crossing continents, comes to you for three hours every Saturday. Gil will be joining me shortly. But in the third segment of today's program, we will go to an interview we conducted a few days ago with Danny Schechter. Mr. Schechter is the, ex- is the executive editor of MediaChannel.org and is the co-founder and executive producer of Global Vision. Chances are you have seen one of Danny Schechter's documentaries. Danny Schechter will talk to us today about his new book, Embedded, Weapons of Mass Deception, subtitled How the Media Failed to Cover the War on Iraq. We do like to, whenever possible, start our show with a little bit of levity. And so I think we should get this show rolling with the following item out of The Week magazine. David Letterman, as you may have known, uh, his, his girlfriend just gave birth to a child, making Letterman uh, a father for the first time at age 57. And I love the quote from him on this. Maybe I shouldn't have done this, said Letterman, but first thing I did, I took him home and dangled him over the balcony. But I wanted to do a a few minutes of current events for segment number one here today. We'll make a brief segment and then go to break before we talk to Gil and uh, Danny Schechter. The biggest current event going on in Sacramento, of course, was the inaugural yesterday of our new governor, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I went down to cover this event as your reporter yesterday. And it was a very interesting thing. It was invitation only. And no, my KDVS press credentials were not going to do me any good. And as I was walking by the fence, as people were leaving, I'd got there right as Arnold had completed his speech. I heard it in the radio. And I noticed a lot of well-dressed and pretty happy people streaming away, um, wearing suits. And they'd just been part of history. And they were seemed to be enjoying themselves. As I walked down the street, I then noticed a familiar face, our own Radio Parallax legal correspondent Stuart Gardner had attended and therefore is going to join us at this moment to talk about what he saw. Welcome, Stuart. Thank you, Doug. Wonderful to be here. <laughs> it's about it time. It was nice seeing you this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I made a tactical error in riding my bicycle over, thinking that would get me closer with a little bit of windblown hair. And um, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't fit in. Yeah, it was really a suit crowd. Yes, it was. Now, uh, okay, what'd you think? You were there. You were invited. uh, What did you think? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was just a blast. It's one of the big historical events. People will read about this moment years from now. Who knows how his administration will be and (laughs) what will happen in the next few years. But but this moment in this time... Yeah, this this it was just wonderful, and I think he knocked him dead with his speech. Now you were telling me uh, that you saw as it started. I guess the, the governor, the current governor, Gray Davis, came down the hall, and how, how'd that go down? Well, yeah, they had a they had like an inside camera and a big screen TV, and uh, I was watching that, and boom, here comes uh, 
Jerry Brown. Everybody's, oh, look at Jerry Brown. And here comes Duke Magian. Oh, boy. And then, you know, they went through, and Pete Wilson, that was fine. And then Gray Davis came, and you just hear the, the crowd just hissing. Hissing. <laughs> hissing. Not very loudly. And I, I really it wasn't, feared. It wasn't a titter. It oh, was... no. It was definitely not clapping. <laughs> <laughs> but I was really in fear that when Governor Davis actually got outside it perhaps people would boo him but it w- didn't go down like that at all thank god yeah thank god i mean it would have been a horrible start yes it for, would and it would have been very sad for gray davis yes now I mean, he came out you could just see him he was smiling inside the corridors and and then when he came out it was very nice clapping not now, very loud <laughs> yeah but definitely very nice clapping now, i heard it on the radio and arnold immediately began by thanking the governor for his uh, his cordial uh, i guess transition team and... sure and he looked over that was that went well but boy i would have hated to have been governor davis yeah standing up there as arnold schwarzenegger's talking about change and getting rid of politics, <laughs> politics as, as usual. usual and there's <laughs> been no one who's been in Sacramento longer than Greg Davis, and to be standing up there just had to be horrible. But yeah, all in all, I would say Arnold Schwarzenegger was very gracious. It, it could have went very badly. What was the feeling in among all the people in the crowd? Oh, this has got to be one of the strangest mixtures of political people I've ever been around. It's not the partisan politics, yeah, that you really expect. I mean, geez, you look up there and. There's a bunch of Kennedys. Yeah. And Arnold Schwarzenegger's certainly not a conservative Republican. Yeah. And, and then you look at the people such as Willie Brown as part of the transition team. You wonder, well, why in the world would these people agree to be in a Republican's transition team? And, and at this moment, this is a very hopeful time. Maybe it won't be politics as usual. Well, we all have our hopes up. Now we, we don't. We're kind of short of time here on Jeff's uh, Jeff's borrowed hour. But what I'd like you to do is come back two days from now for the regular scheduled show at Thursday at the five, and talk to the Radio Parallax audience for a few more minutes about what you saw. I've got a few stories to tell myself. But let's save those, shall we? Sounds great. All right, I'll save those for Thursday. And of course, we would invite all the Jeff's listeners here to tune in again uh, Thursday five o'clock for Radio Parallax. Thank you, Stuart Gardner. You're welcome. I'm glad you came back after a hiatus here. I'll look forward to seeing you in a couple days. All righty. Now, Stuart, of course, is a lawyer, and Jeff is a lawyer. And if you listen to this program, you will hear Jeff Kravitz talk about a lot of burning issues related to uh, individual rights, what's currently happening in the country, and he takes a very activist stance. Here's a story that I know Jeff would love, and I hope when he comes back in two weeks that you and the listening audience will call and ask him about this. But uh, in brief... Sacramento B item, 11 15-year penalty asked in pot trial. The story is Miguel Palominos is a young Mexican who was recruited to basically tend a marijuana field here in California. He was brought in from Mexico uh, by uh, you know, someone that hired him to sneak him across the border to come up here and water plants. He apparently was watering quite a few plants along with four or five other people. Something like 12,000 plants. Well, there was a bust. Everyone got away except Miguel Palominos. And now the feds are trying to get a 15-year penalty against him. If they tried him in state court, it had all been done with. He'd have been sent home. It'd be all over with. But the feds are making a literal federal case out of this to make an example out of him. And as we talked about briefly on our show last week, at this point in time, the Enron executives, Jeffrey Skilling and Kenneth Lay, the men who helped bankrupt California and caused the turmoil that led yesterday to us getting a new governor, 
are so far unindicted. And yet, as we mentioned last week, Tommy Chong is serving a nine-month sentence for owning a factory that made the glass pipes that they sell in head shops. And in this case, we may send away a Mexican who has no formal education, cannot read or write or count in Spanish or English, to jail for 15 years. May I remind you it costs something like thirty dollars to $40,000 to incarcerate in the state. I don't know what the feds charge, but, um, you know, that's an awful lot of money that could be put for better use, I think. I'm sure Mr. Kravitz would agree, and I hope that on this show in two weeks um, he'll take up this issue and talk a little bit more about it. All right, that about wraps it up for our first segment. We're going to take a short break and return with Gil Metavoy. Gil does the program Crossing Continents here on KDVS. He's going to talk to us a bit about the Middle East situation. Gil um, is an Israeli. He holds an Israeli passport uh, and holds many strong opinions about what is going on over there, which I think you should hear. Stay tuned for that. And, of course, in our third segment, we'll be having uh, Danny Schechter, the uh, television producer and independent filmmaker, to talk about um, his latest book. So stay tuned. I'm Douglas Everett. This is Radio Parallax, and you're listening to KDVS 90.3 FM, Davis, Sacramento. <laughs> 